So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Welcome back to the show. I was thinking about what sucks about sales. What sucks about sales is we all love immediacy. We all love quick cause and effect. And yet, the most natural thing in the universe is plant a seed today. And months later, you have a vegetable garden. And what we know about sales is generating a new prospect, a new client, building a new relationship today. But it could be three months from now, six months from now, nine months from now, 18 months from now, seven years from now, before you actually generate the income from that new relationship. And that sounds horrible, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's cause and effect. It's generate, convert, generate, convert, generate, convert. The challenge is the timing, right? We generate today. And I, I forever talked about 90 day cycles that I would meet somebody today and the question was, is this person a 190 day cycle away from transacting, a 290 day cycle away from transacting, three, four, five, six? Like, how far out was this prospect? How far out was this person from being prepared to make a decision? Now, you might be asking, like, all right, Tom, like, I've, I've been in sales for a long time. Like, what are you thinking about? Well, what's going through my mind is kind of twofold. First, it's been a frothy, last 21 months in the real estate business. More income earned than, than certainly I've seen in my 31 years of doing this. Like more people making a million dollars a year, a hundred thousand dollars a year, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Um, looking for my phone here, one of my clients who's at, like he and his team, small team, $22 million in gross commission income. Like it absolutely bananas time to be in this business. And I know, as I've said it to you before, tragedy and triumph over the last 20 months, right? 21 months. It's been, it's been hard. And in the real estate business, it's been bonkers, right? But here's the question. So, so if it is this simple cause and effect world, right? Plant a seed today, get a veggie garden in 90 days, right? 120 days. It's, you know, making a phone call today and meeting somebody new at an open house or a digital lead or getting a referral, whatever it may be, like, be honest with yourself. How far out is it on average? Is it one 90-day cycle? Is it two 90-day cycles? Is it three 90-day cycles? I was talking to one of my personal clients, uh, big shout out to DJ and Lindsay uh, down in Jacksonville, Florida. So we know, for example, like with their Zillow leads, it's 72 days from the time we meet a client to the time we put them under contract. Like that's the average. So that would be a little less than one 90-day cycle as an example. Now, the real reason I'm bringing all this up is not to just talk about like, you know, cause and effect and planting seeds and all that stuff. What I really want to ask you is this, like if I was sitting down with you one-on-one -on -one right now, I want to know this from you. Can you tell me who your first 10 sales are in 2022? Did you like that long strategic pause? Can you actually answer the question for me? Can you tell me right now, can you open up your CRM, open up your Google Docs, look at your leads and say, oh yeah, okay, so I got this couple that said they wanna do something early in January, I got this person that wants to buy an investment property in January, I got this person. Can you actually tell me who your first 10 sales are in 2022? And if the answer is no, Boy, am I glad you're listening. And if the answer is yes, and you're running a team and you're like, I don't know if all my own people know, or if you're just like, yeah, Tom, like, just tell me, what do I have to do? 
The note I wrote down for you is, if I can't open up my CRM or open up my Google Docs and actually know what my future success is, like it should be, it should be a major warning for you. It should be a major wake up call because you know, like the end of the year really means nothing in sales. It's really the end of a tax cycle. If you really think about it, like who cares if it's December 31st or January 1st or February 1st or April 19th, it doesn't really make a difference. So if you're, if you're so busy trying to close out the year to win an award or close out the year to feel complete about your goal, I get all that, but understand this. We live in a game of top of funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel. And if you're not constantly adding more top of the funnel opportunities, nurturing the middle of the funnel opportunities, you're not going to have those most immediate opportunities to actually help somebody buy and sell real estate, help somebody do a loan, help somebody do a transaction so you can get paid. So here's the note I wrote down. Again, I really hope you're getting this. Do you actually know who your first 10 sales are in 2022? So I wrote down for you, four things I'd ask you to consider. Four things. Like if you said, I don't really know, or I've got some level of certainty. I don't know about 10, Tom, but I know two or three. There's four things I'd ask you to do if you were my client. The number one thing I'd say to you is, can you go back through as long as the last two two months, or two months, two years, maybe even all the way to the beginning of 2019, can you pull up for me how many appointments you went on in the last 10 months, 11 months, in the last, you know, 20 plus months, in the last, you know, 34 months, can you pull up and say, here's all the appointments I went on. Here's all the buyer consultations I went on. Here's all the showing appointments I went on, right? With a client, right? Maybe you didn't do a buyer consultation. Here's the listing appointments I went But these are all the appointments that I didn't convert. These are all the people that either they chose somebody else or they chose not to take action. They're that buyer that's sitting on the fence. It's those people. And what I wrote down is, what are you going to do to activate them? See, the, the first, first most important thing is take the people you've already connected with that already have a level of no like, and trust with you and ask yourself, what could I do to reactivate these people? And maybe it's because I'm prepping for my Chris Voss uh, interview coming up next week on my podcast or the following week. Um, you know, if you don't know who Chris Voss is, you should absolutely Google him today or pick up his book, Never Split the Difference. This would be the second time I've had him on my podcast. And I was, I was just reflecting on some of the, the work we did in our first podcast and his book. And one of the things I love is he says, you know, so many salespeople are always trying to get the yes, 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 the yes set closed, the 21 yeses, the, the, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he says, I like the opposite approach. I actually want the definitive no. I want the hard no. And he said, people don't expect the no. They expect the yes. They know they're being sold in that moment. So in honor of Chris Voss, I wrote down, if I was going to reactivate a bunch of people that I had booked appointments with, met with, they decided not to do anything, lease, buy, invest, whatever it may be, what's a good no question I could ask them to reactivate them? So the, the no question I wrote down, you may want to jot it down is, hey, are you guys out of the real estate market for 2022? Are you guys out of the real estate market for 2022? No, no. Yes, we, yes, we're out. Like we've decided to definitively, we're passing. No, we're not, right? You could just literally put that in an email subject line. You could literally send that person in a video text. Ian, Tom Ferry, following up, haven't talked to you in several months. Just wanted to ask you as I'm preparing for, you know, 2022, are you guys out of the real estate market for 2022? Just do me a favor. We just text me yes or no. Yes or no. And you know what? I love it. No, we're definitely like, we're still looking. We're frustrated. You know, we feel like we've missed. And just like that, 
you've reactivated some opportunities that just might be one of your sales, right? Your first 10 transactions in 2022. Does that make sense? So that's the first thing. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work and the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. The second thing I wrote down is you should go back and review all of your lead sources, right? All the different, like, so when I say lead sources, you, you immediately say my database, remember your database is really, it's like six different cohorts, right? It's your sphere who hasn't transacted with you that could refer you or do a deal. It's your past clients who have transacted with you, but maybe haven't referred you in a while, or maybe they could do a deal. That's like four right there. It's your agent to agent relationships. And it's just those people you have in your database. You have no idea who Larry is, 310-555-1212, right? It's all of those people, your database. Another one could be open houses, which yes, open houses are back and more and more people are doing them. I and it feels almost normal and I love it. It could be, hey, I've been running these digital ads. It could, I was doing Facebook ads. I was doing Google, my, you know, Google Logo Services ads. All these different sources, these ways that you were putting yourself out there to say, hey, I'm here to serve. I'm here to make a difference. I'm here to help solve your problems. All those different sources. The note I have is review your sources and get honest about where did the vast majority of transactions come from over the last you know, 20, 21 months and then stop and ask yourself, if that's the low hanging fruit, what can I do to engage with them again? What can I do to, to tap them on the shoulder, to remind them that I'm here and to remind them that if they are someone they know is interested in doing something like I'm your gal, I'm your guy. It all, it reminds me of, we were, we were talking about sort of off camera before we shot this podcast was uh, the great Chuck Daly. So, so a lot of people remember Chuck Daly from the dream team. He was the coach with like Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and Magic Johnson, and like that extraordinary cast of characters. But prior to that, he was the coach of the Detroit Pistons, the bad boys, right? Specifically like Joe Dumars and like that, like the Dennis Rodman, like that crew. And I was super lucky to uh, to have lunch with him one day. He spoke at one of our conferences. And I remember like turning to him and just kind of saying like, you know, like when you were coaching the bad boys, it was pretty obvious, like defensively, you guys were gonna be the toughest crew in town. Like, and back then any old NBA fans, you know what I'm talking about. Like, you know, punching people was normal, scratching people was normal, like fights and all that kind of stuff. Certainly not the modern day NBA with these players that are making 50 million bucks. Like, don't even touch me, right? But back then it was pretty obvious. But what I didn't understand, and I've always loved the game, was how did you get this crew to be so effective offensively? And he was like, Tom was real simple. He said, when I, when I took over the team, they already had the defensive prowess. Like that was obvious, right? They had the, that just internal drive to be dominant on that end. Um, what I did, and this was documented later in a book he put, put out, which was basically, I walked up to every one of the guys and said, what's your automatic shot? Now that's a question you should write down. What's my automatic shot? Like if I had to get a piece of business, what do you do? What's the play you run that would generate an appointment, a hotter lead, a, an opportunity for you? What's the thing that you do that you know works? 
right? So he said, I just asked all the guys like, all right, here's what I want you to do. Here's some blue tape and I want you to put it on the location where you are most comfortable. Think about this, Ian, like where, where are you most comfortable to make the shot? So like John Sally had to be just like, under the basket, right? Like, you know, Joe Dumars could be like, you know, hit it from the three or from the elbow, right? Like everybody had like their shot. And he said, my job as a coach is to try and facilitate getting you the ball in your shot. And if you get it and you're in your spot, make the damn shot. So what am I saying to you here? I started by asking you, do you understand the cause and effect of our business? The plant a seed today, get paid in the future. And I know you do. And you're like, but why are you reminding me now? Because it's almost the end of the year. And a whole lot of people are going to be stopping doing what we know works. And if you can't answer the question, where are my first 10 transactions coming from in 2022? Like the Grim Reaper is already standing above you with that scythe. What have we said? What's it called, Brian? Scythe? Am I saying that right? And I can just picture like, you know, the big black, you know, cave. Ho, 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 ho. Oh, that sounded like Jabba the Hutt. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like literally standing over you like, you're going to die, salesperson, because you're not filling your pipeline. You don't know who your first 10 transactions are. And just like that, like rest in peace, you're dead. That's why I'm bringing this up. So the first one. Who did I go on an appointment with that didn't convert? How do I reactivate them? Get them to say, no, I'm still in the market. Great, let's meet. Number two, what lead sources worked? Is it open houses? Was it referrals? Was it, you know, agent to agent referrals? Was it, you know, you going out into your community? Was it doing drop-bys to friends and family? Was it calling past clients in sphere? Was it circle dialing? I don't care what it was. You better know what plays you run that work because you need to start doing them again right now, right now, as we sit here in November, December, whenever you're listening to this, that's number two. It's finding your automatic shot and then running that play over and over again. The number three is obvious. Like what marketing generated the most results for you? Like what was the video that you shot that really like caught people's attention? Like think about that. What was the, the, the letter that you sent? I was talking to my client Maxine Gallons the other day. And on a coaching session, Maxine is 83.6 years old. That's what she told me. I'm 83.6. She's at $6.4 million in gross commission income, $290 million. I don't want to misquote that closed and pending having just a banner, unbelievable, unbelievable year, her and her daughter and the whole team, everybody listening that if you're on the team, you're like Kate, Mark, like all of them just killing it, Amy, everybody. And yet what's interesting is we're talking about what was the sort of, what was the tipping point moment of this transaction that got you a listing that you double-ended, but the person that bought it needed to sell their house and you double-ended. And the person that bought that, you double-ended again. It was like six in a row and they were all north of $10 million. Like this is a lot of volume. And she's like, well, I sent that letter right to the street with this offer. And I think to myself, even as her coach, I wanted to punch myself in the face. I'm like, well, when was the last time we sent that letter? Oh, we haven't sent that letter in a while. I'm like, firing myself as the coach. All right, we need to send that letter again, right? Maxine, if you're listening, I'm just reminding you, we need to send that letter again. My point to you is this. If you don't know who your first 10 sales are and you're not reactivating people you've already met with that said, mm, maybe not at this time, if you're not looking at the lead sources that have worked for you, right? I don't care what it is. I, I light and do smoke signals, right? Like whatever it is, whatever worked, you better be doing a lot of it right now 
The third part is what marketing worked? What was the video that really caught fire? What was the letter that you sent? What was the phone call that you make? What was the one-on-one -on -one individual scaled text messages, the videos that you sent that activated people to say yes to you? We got to get back to that. And then the third thing I wrote down or the fourth thing, excuse me, is if right now, you're, well, I don't care when you're listening. If you're in the US, maybe it's like the week of Thanksgiving or it's the week after Thanksgiving. Uh, if you're my friends in Canada, it's just the last week in November. It's the first week of December, whatever. Whenever you're listening to this, understand this. If you don't have time in your schedule that says appointment setting time, that says lead nurturing time, that says follow-up, that says prospecting, that says something that you're now doing the activity, you're now doing the work, shooting the videos, making the phone calls, sending the emails, doing the text message, doing all that stuff, everything you, you know, if it's not in your schedule, again, it is like the Grim Reaper is just standing above you saying, come to me because you're dead. Like the business is over. I've already shared with you the numbers nationally. 40% of all agents in the US have not closed a transaction in the last 12 months. And the top 25% are doing 73.5% of all the volume and therefore all the commission. I wonder if those men and women in those teams have a pretty good idea of who their next 10 sales are. The answer is of course they do. Of course they do. I think about so many of my personal clients and so many of our coaching clients around the world that you're listening to this, you're like, yes, my coach and I, we, we talk about this every week. It's something that we, we discuss it once a month. We, we go to the whiteboard and we're like, okay, I got to follow up on Ian. I got to follow up on Brian. I got to follow up on Tom and Kathy. Like it's, it's so normal for them. And then you wonder why they succeed at the level that they do. See, they understand, keep planting, keep planting, keep planting, seed, 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 seed. And then three months later, six months later, nine months later, one 90-day cycle, two 90-day cycles, three 90-day cycles, flowers, buds, vegetables, you know, transactions, money, uh, results. Like, that's the way it works. So, I wanted to just send you this message as a friendly reminder that if you don't know who your first 10 sales are in 2022, there's four actions you can take. And, or you can just take no action and just know that the Grim Reaper is smiling because the real estate business or the sales business that you're in, you're already dead, my friend. And I don't say that in with any other intention than to wake your ass up and say, get to work. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the show. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.